Welcome to the Marketing for Business podcast. This is your host, Scott Wilson. Hey, Adam, welcome to the Marketing Business Podcast. Thanks, Billy. Adam, I'm, uh, I'm a bit excited. This is a first for me. I'm sitting, uh, we're up here in Magatubo, um, Ferry Road, and um, sitting above a pretty expensive car. We're sitting yeah. right next to. What is it there? Uh, it's a 2019 AMG GT3. Wow. Um, yeah, it's just a car that uh, Kane and I bought uh, start of the year uh, to do the South Island Endurance Series. Yep. And um, yeah, we've since we've done that, and um, now we just put it away for a few months until uh, until next year. Yeah, and how'd you go in the, in the series? Uh, yeah, we went good. Um, got really good. Yeah, we got third overall in the series, yep. um, and we got first in the amateur class, which is a trophy they've done for the first time for wow. non-pro drivers. And um, yeah, so we were lucky enough to win that. So yeah, yeah it's good. So there's not that many of these cars in the world, is that right? Um, there's there's a few in the world, but uh, in New Zealand there's only two. Wow. Um, and this is one of them. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, it's been a really good car, um, fast. Um, How fast? Oh, really fast. Like it's um, hey, I guess from amateur driver point of view, it's um, that's probably the quickest, one of the quickest cars around yeah. in, in New Zealand. Yeah. Um, but you chuck pro drivers against us all in that sort of car, and, yeah. it's, and it's and it can win. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we had a lot of fun, um, and it was just really good. Yeah. It's actually quite good fun. I came and saw you out at uh, Rupuru. Yeah, that's you right. Were, you yeah. guys were carving it up. It was good to see. Actually. Yeah, we got we got fourth there, I think. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was a good day. Um, the weather was good, and yeah, we just had good good fun. Yeah, I'm keen to talk about uh, the mindset, a racing mindset, and how um, that relates into your business a wee bit later. But uh, firstly, I just wanted to get off off the ground here. And how did you get started in like doing what you're doing? Obviously, now you're. You know, Megan Turbo, uh, very successful here in Christchurch. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a substantial business. Um, but I'd love to know how, how did you get here? So how did you start off? Um, it sort of all started uh, back in the late nineties. Um, I just applied for the tie fitting job that uh, Damien Curden at the time. Uh, mm-hmm. He he owned the company with uh, Ross Backop, and uh, he advertised for a tie fitter. Yep. Um, I'd just been made redundant from Magoo Mufflers, and which are, which is where I've been since school. Wow. And, so um, did you leave school early? Yeah, 15 I left, yeah. Yeah, yeah that wasn't you one of those, it wasn't, did you enjoy school or just wasn't you? Uh, yeah, I liked school, but um, I just, yeah, I was never going to, um, I wasn't going to pass everything, yeah. and I was never, I never was going to go and be a doctor or a lawyer yeah, or yeah. Any, anything like that, so I guess um, I wasn't really going any further, and I probably yeah. just wanted to get out of the workforce and yeah. get some money and, um, and buy some buy cars. Yeah. I was in cars and motorbikes. Into and cars and motorbikes, so yeah. kind of like, it's interesting, I was talking to a guy yesterday, um, very successful property investor. Uh, he wanted to. He got into the panel beater. Yeah. Um, just so he could buy cars. Yeah. You yeah. know, left school, buy cars, panel beater, and now he owns. Well, he's our landlord actually right. in, yeah. in the city and stuff. So yeah, yeah, no, very very interesting. So okay, so fifteen into Magoo Mufflers. So yeah, yeah, did that for um, probably four years, mm-hmm. um, and then they just had a lot of uh, things changing in their business um, with ownership and. Um, in the market, that yep. sort of thing, um, and being, being young fellas and that, um, they just, that's, some of the guys who came in and took over the businesses um, as a franchise, they brought their own guys with them, yep. and in the end they just uh, made probably 20 sort of guys redundant, wow. um, I was one of those, um, which was fine, um, yeah, so then just basically came and seen Damien and said, hey look, I see you're advertising for yep. a tie fitter, he said, yep, so um, yeah, he took they were here, weren't they, were they on this one, or? Uh, no, this is a new shop, obviously, yep. we built probably about six or seven years ago, okay. uh, but we were back in the day, in the late 90s, we were in Montreal Street, oh, true. Um, which is where Blackpool's are now, yep. um, and we're just a little bit further down the road, 
So yeah, we um, I started there, uh, fitted tyres for probably um, probably about 12 months, 18 months, yep. uh, and then went out the front into sales. Oh wow! Um, did that for a, another year or two, and then uh, went into running the shop. Um, probably because in about 2002 we started the second shop. Yep. And um, yeah, so I run one of the shops, came run the other one. Yep. And um, yeah, it was it was good good times, good yeah. days, and yeah, that's sort of how it all started. What did you What did you learn going from like? Obviously, you know, in the tie shop to the end of sales, like, how was that transition for you? Because that's quite a two different jobs, right? Like, did you like sales? Or you, you know, yeah, well, I guess, in there? yeah, well, I guess I was real passionate about the wheels and yep. the tyres um, because I'm into cars and uh, we, were, we were dressing up really cool cars every day, all day. Yeah. And uh, talking to some really cool people. Um, and it was just gradually as I got better with the knowledge. Um, yeah. It just the whole job got easier and it was just actually fun. Yeah, so it was actually yeah. fun to go to work every day, okay, good. Um, dress up cool cars and, um, and and see people really happy and yeah, happy yeah. when they when they left, you know. Because you do deal with uh, nice cars here, don't you? you yeah, know, every day. You've got a great product. Yeah, I see there's actually a Lamborghini up there before. Yeah, yeah. No, right. every day there's, there's nice cars here. Yeah. Um, they range from just everything. We, yeah. Yeah, we, we have everything here. Um, some days we have more than others, but yeah. every day there'll be a cool car of some sort come through. So the interesting thing there, I heard there was passion, you know, yeah. and I think that's, you know, when you talk to successful business owners, they had passion for it. So you, you got that passion early on, yep. liking cars. What was your first car that you had? Uh, first car I had was a Mark V Cortina, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. it, was, it was a one owner that, um, yep. that an older guy, or an old 80-year-old had owned yep. since new, yep. and um, he, he passed away, unfortunately, and so I was in the right place at the right time. Yep. Bought that, um, it had done about 25,000k, and it was absolutely mint. Yeah, nice. Um, and so, yeah, I got my hands on it. That was sort after cars in the day, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, and so, lowered it down, wheeled it, tinted the windows, did all that, did all the boy stuff. Yeah. And um, just sort of developed from there, really, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And you've owned a few since, eh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, so interesting there that you, you've moved from sales into uh, running a shop. Yeah. Um, tell us about some of the pressures that started to come on there, because that's a totally different game, right? Having to manage people, expectations, all that type of stuff. Yeah, how did you go there? Um, yeah, pretty good. We 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 just really got put in the, in the deep end with that. Yeah. Um, it all sort of started around two thousand and three when Damien, um, who was the owner at the time uh, with Ross Backop, um, he decided that he wanted to, to depart the business. Yep. And um, so I think Ross pulled him out. It wasn't it was nothing to really do with us at the time. It was yep. between them. Um, so Damien left, and, uh, and then Ross basically came to us and said. Right out, boys. Um, you, you guys are up now. Like you need to, you need nice. to take this to the to the next level. And um, yeah, so yeah, so I had the Montreal Street shop. Kane had the Sinesa Street shop. And um, yeah, we just sort of we just went for it and just did the best we could. Was there a bit of competition in between um, you and Kane? Yeah, yes, it was. <laughs> we it wasn't probably between Kane and myself. It was like we, we just both had a job to do. And yeah. We had to make both shops go good. Yep. And it was both our responsibilities to make sure that both shops went good. Yeah. You know, if one went average. Um, we would both sit down and go, okay, why did that go average that month? Yeah, yeah. What do we need to do? They both need to go good. Yeah, good. Um, That's awesome. So, yeah, so we used to sit down all, all the time, like monthly, yep. weekly, and, and talk about all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, both shops went really good. Um, and, and then I guess there was an opportunity for us to um, to buy in. Yep. And um, we both sat down with Ross and said, hey, look, if we're going to buy in, we, we really want to go to one big store and, and have a superstore. Yeah. Um, so that's when we closed the Montreal Street shop. Yeah. And what, both, what, what was the reason for that? What was your thinking there? Um, it, it, just, just so that both stores weren't probably fighting against each other. Yep. Um, and you, you had people, you know, sometimes um, playing you off against each other. True. And we were only just around the corner. We, were, yeah. we could physically walk around the road. It would take oh, us four or five minutes. Yeah, okay. So um, it was just, yeah, it was just a bit... 
Yeah, when it's because the tyre market in Christchurch is super competitive anyway. Yes. So when you've got two mega turbos going head to head, and then you've got all the other people as well, it kind of yeah. makes sense to bring it all back into one, right? Yeah, and there was there was plenty of business um, to do to have two shops. Yeah. Um, perhaps where they both were, they were just too close. Yeah. Um, but we just decided that we wanted to have one big superstore, yep. have all the stock, all the staff, everybody under one roof, yeah. and um, and just and just get into it, and, and that's what we did. And so Ross was on board with that, like he was kind of yep. keen for whatever you guys were saying, and yeah, no, Roscoe was um, he was happy as um, he he agreed with it because obviously um, you know less costs, yeah, um, and he was a real um, numbers man, yeah, um, and he used to look at costs all the time and budgeting and things mm. like that, so he was always. Um, you know, it, obviously you want your costs as low as possible and yeah, then yeah. hopefully you can make as much money as you can. Yeah, yeah. So he was he, he could see sense in what we wanted. Yeah. And I, I think probably, he was probably looking forward later on in life to, to see that us two guys would take the yeah. business over. Yeah. And that um, if we could be happy in what we were doing, uh, it would make the whole process easy yeah. later on in life, yeah, like, yeah. which it did. Which it did, yeah. yeah. And so how old were you and Kane then? Like, you in your 20s? Um, yeah, it would have been in, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm about eight years old, ten years older than Kane, maybe. Uh, yeah, around eight years older. Yeah. Um, so I guess back then I would have been in my early twenties. Still for the um, young guys, eh? Like, yeah, yeah. And Kano, he would have been probably late late teens. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and yes. Yeah, so, so you've moved it. You created the whereabouts is the store now? Like, where was this the the all in one? So we were at uh, St Esther Street. Yep. And uh, it was just down the crossroad from Euromart there. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So so who was the boss then? Um, no, we just both. We just there was no boss. No? We just um, no, we just we just did our own. We had our own areas, yeah. Um, and we looked after certain things, and yep. different things. But we both sold wheels, um, and we just you know we just worked through it. And if we had issues, we spoke about it. Yeah. And um, at the end of the day, we we didn't want to have issues. We just wanted to make it work. Yeah. And we were, we were both in it for the same reasons. Yeah. And um, and we wanted to have fun and enjoy it while we were, you know yeah. at the same time. Yeah. And did you find like you like attracting staff in that back in the day? What was that like? You know, like you, because um, you guys are pretty motivated, and like I, I would imagine that you'd attract a pretty motivated type of person. And if they weren't that motivated, they'd probably figure themselves out pretty quickly that this is not the place for them. Maybe. Yeah, I think um, if you were, if you were a car person um, or you wanted to work with good good young people yeah. uh, and have fun, yeah. it was definitely the place to, to be. Yeah. And like it is still to this day, yeah. you know, a very busy place and a lot of pressures, a lot of stress for everybody. Um, but and, they, and the guys here work hard. Yeah. Like they work hard all day, every day. Yeah. Um, you know, some shops you'll see that the guys are walking around with brooms and they haven't got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot smaller shops and yeah. less staff, so so the cost to do that is, mm. is a lot less. Um, so they don't need to do the sales, but hey, we need to do the sales here. Yeah. It's a big shop, as you can see, yeah. and um, it doesn't run itself. No. So. No, and and so how big is this place we're in now? Like how and how many staff you got here now? Um, square meters. I'm not really sure. I probably yep. shouldn't know, but I don't. But um, it's a big shop. Yeah, we, we run uh, ten hoists in the workshop. Yep. Um, and we've got a nice showroom um, underneath us. Yeah. Uh, we run seven salesmen. Yeah. And um, we've got a couple of office ladies, and uh, we've got a delivery guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so about twenty-four. Run around around that twenty-four number. Yeah. Um, can be up to twenty-five, twenty-six, and as low as twenty-two, twenty-three. Right. Yeah. And what are some of the challenges you've seen with it, you know, having staff and, and obviously growing the business to that level? Because, you you know, obviously when you and Kane had it, it you've, you've grown it from around, I think you said around six, up to around that 30 stage. There's, there's a lot of a lot of growth there. 
Yeah, I think you've sort of got to, you just got to back yourself. And um, and one thing is, um, is is getting people to the shop. Yeah. Um, so so advertising, that's where that, yeah. that obviously kicks in. Yeah. Uh, we do a lot of radio. Yeah. Uh, have done for you know for twenty five years. Yeah. Um, that is a big thing. I think. Yeah. Um, when we, if you stop that, you would see a big drop in business. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of people driving around every day, all day, in their trucks, and their vans, and their yeah. cars. Yeah. Um, listening to radio stations, yeah. and they they want to listen to um to, to brands yeah. where they want to go when they need yeah. to make a purchase, whether it's you know wheels and tires, whether it's um, appliances for your house. Yeah. It's you know I'm yeah. the same when you drive around in cars. Yeah. You're listening to advertising all the time. Yeah. And um, that's yeah. Then you sort of go, oh, that's where I need to go. I need to check them out. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, and you've had a long-term relationship with uh, with Murray Hale and the guys at MediaWorks. Yes, yeah. We've been with Murray, um, yeah, for the whole time I've been here. Yeah. So about that twenty-five year, twenty-four year mark. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, Mother's a real good guy. Um, does a good job for us, and um, yeah, he's just good support and, yeah. and a good friend. Yeah, yeah. One of the things I like about dealing with you guys, and obviously, you know, seeing some behinds of your businesses, you're very um, very focused on what you need to achieve. And you understand the value of advertising and marketing. Yeah. You know, like I know uh, you've been through some issues with obviously the earthquakes and the GFC, even COVID. I mean, you guys, your philosophy is you don't stop. No, we don't. We just we just keep advertising um, full time. Um, we keep our stock right up there. Yeah. Um, the, the biggest thing for us too is, is knowing our markets, yeah. on who we deal with, yeah. and what they want, yeah. um, and, and knowing about the cars and what, what new cars are coming out. Um, what wheels you need to have in stock for those new cars, um, tyres, it's just, it's just it's reading the market and knowing the market yeah. and making sure you've got the stock and having it on hand. So who does that? Like who's looking, uh, is that your job as the business owner to be looking at the new cars that are coming in or like you looking at your target market, what they're driving and that type of stuff? Yeah, yeah well we're always watching TV and, yep. um, and buying, you know, you, we always get car magazines so you're yep. always reading about what cars are coming in. Yep. Um, you know, we've obviously got interest with certain cars, so yep. you're always looking at what the latest one is, what, yeah. what's the next one coming in, yep. what wheels are on it, what tyres are on it, and, and just making sure that um, that we have got that product. Um, you know, for example, the new Range Rovers that are coming in, yep. um, you know, they've changed a little bit of how the how the wheels fit those trucks to, to the older model. Yep. Um, so it's just it's just reading that market, getting a truck on board here as soon as you can, yep. uh, and working out what it needs, and making sure that you've got stock. So. Yep. Yeah. It's interesting though, because some people just think, oh, they're just tyres. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but they're not, right? There's, there's a lot to the lot to it. There's a lot to them, and uh, it's very important to you know to buy the right tyre for your car. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you, you want a quiet tyre. Um, you want a tyre that's good in the wet. Yeah. Um, you want a tyre that's good for comfort, and uh, it's just important to, to make sure that you uh, you read your customer properly. Yeah. And supply them with the tyre that, that they need. Yeah. And for their budget as well. Yeah. You know, no point in pricing up um, someone you know five six seven hundred dollar tyre. When they uh, want to spend 200, 250, like, yeah. it, you know, you scare them away. So yeah. you've got to get them in and talk to them, find out what their needs are, find out, you know, what driving they're doing. Do they do open road driving? Yeah. Do, are they around town? Um, you know, what do they want in a tyre? Yeah. Do they drive fast? Do they yeah. do they just tool around? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's very important to make sure that you get the right tyre for the person. Yeah. And do most people that come and see you, do they know what sort of tyre they're after, or is it really? Um, you guys educating them and asking them those good questions. Yeah, definitely, definitely, it's best for us to educate them and, and yep. listen to what they what they need. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do get some people that come in here and they they know it all. They know what they want. Yep. And um, sometimes it's it's just best to, unless there's a, a, a certain reason why you wouldn't sell them that yep. tire. Um, you know, you, you just explain to them. Yeah. You know. Um, but yeah, there is guys that come here and know what they want, and that sometimes is real easy. And if, yep. they, if they want what they want and it is right, yeah, you just sell it to them. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. And and do you know the percentage of business that's repeat in in, in your game? Like, is it because you, your customer base is is I'd say very loyal. Like. Yeah, yeah. No, we have a lot of loyal customers. Um, you know, for for myself, I don't probably deal with a lot of new people on a day to day basis. Yeah. Um, my phone just rings. People just come in, and they're people that I've dealt with for 20, 25 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they yeah they they're almost like friends now. Yeah. You, know, you probably don't. I probably don't go out and socialise with them, but yeah. they're guys that I've dealt with for a long time, yeah. and, and ladies, and um, they just they just come in because they know they can trust me, yeah. trust our guys, and um, they just yeah they just trust us. And, yeah, yeah. And so, do you think that's the key to building those relationships though? Because hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, trusting. You know, yeah. people buy from people they know, like, and trust, right? And yep. Yep. They might know you, uh, and they might like you, but if they don't trust you, they're not going to keep coming yep. back and again and again and again. Yeah, and again, that just comes back to selling the people the, the right tyres to the cars. So, yes. so when they leave here, yeah, they don't have an issue. Yeah. Um, and they drive down the road going, "Wow, these tyres are nice. Yeah. Um, they've done us proud. This, yeah. this is good." You know, and they just come back and yeah, it's good. Strange question, but how do you know your tyres aren't right for your car? Um. I guess it comes back to how they drive, you know, yeah. because a lot of the cheaper tyres on the market, you know, they don't have a lot of grip. Yeah. So um, if you sell someone a really cheap tyre yeah. uh, and they drive quite fast, yeah. well, they're not going to have the grip. And yeah, yeah. The car can leave the road quite easily. Yeah. Um, and also um, noise, you know, that people um, don't like noisy tyres. Yeah. So and there are certain tyres out there in the market that are noisy. Oh well. And um, you know, you just you want to stay away from those because. Yeah. People don't want noisy tyres, yeah, yeah. and also you just got to be careful with older people who have hearing aids. Yep. Um, you know, noisy tires for them um, echo really quite bad. Oh wow! So um, it's it's just knowing you know if an older person comes yeah, in yeah. and you notice they've got a hearing aid in their ear, yeah. um, you, you got to just take that into consideration when you when you're telling them what tyre they yeah. need or what you recommend them doing. You know? Wow, that's cool. That's the sort of things you just would never. Like yeah. Unless you're dealing with it every day, you don't know about, right? And yes. That's, that's, that's and you learn about it as well from the customer because yeah. they come in yeah. and um, they just know. Uh, sorry, they come in and they just they'll tell you that they've had an issue with yeah, yeah, with tyres in the past. Yeah. Wow, that's very cool. So, so um, one of the things I really want to talk about as well is, is selling. You know, obviously you're passionate about selling, um, and but as the business owner, how how do you train your your new staff, or is it just Good luck that you selected the right people that are passionate, or are you actually you're teaching them, educating them. What's, what's your philosophy there? Um, we we really just get them in, have a good uh, good chat with them, um, work out what they've done. Uh, if they've had experience in doing tyres before, that that's a really good start. Yep. Um, and generally, like we'll just get them in and teach them how how we do things. Yep. Uh, we have a bit of a process and a system on um, you know when the cars come in, and um, like for example, when we do new wheels, um, we always paint the brakes on on vehicles, okay. um, just to make them look nice through the wheels. Yep. Um, they obviously will get, always get new wheel nuts. Yep. Um, we we always talk the wheel nuts up um, when the wheels are on there. Yep. What does that um, mean? It uh, just means making sure they're torqued up tight so yep. they're not going to come loose. Yep. Uh, you don't want them too tight, but then you don't want them loose so they come off. Yep. Um, but then you want to have them at the right torque so that if someone gets a puncture on the side of the road, yep. they can undo the nut properly themselves. Yep. You know, because yep. they normally will just have a wheel brace in the boot. Yeah. Um, and if we do them too tight, they they can't undo them. Yeah. So it's just going through those processes really and um, just making sure that these new guys that come through get taught right and yeah. get taught our way. Do they have to go and spend other time in other areas of the business before they can start selling or you, you can come on the floor? We and... always like them to come through the workshop first yeah. um, and then so they can appreciate exactly how the workshop works um, and then bring them through the front. But it doesn't always work that way. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got guys down at the moment that um, we've got a couple, three of them at the moment that didn't come through the workshop. Yep. Um, but they've done sales before for other, yep. other not other tyre shops, but other industries. Yep. So they, they have a good understanding on, on 
how to treat people, how to talk to people, yeah. and then it's just learning our product, which is can be a bit difficult. Yeah. But um, if they're good people, they'll learn pretty quick and yeah. fast. And and you have a way of teaching them? Do they, do they log online or do they buddy up with someone? How yeah. does that all work? Normally buddy them up when they yeah. when they start, um, and then after after a few weeks we'll put them at a desk mm. and we'll just sort of uh, we won't let them get too involved with phone calls at the start. Yep. Um, normally we'll just get them to deal with lighter things like yep. rotations, bounces, uh, punches, yep. uh, wheel nuts, uh, and just simple tyres. And then at the same time slowly just teach them about wheels and bigger tyres, low profiles, and how all that sort of stuff works. Nice. Yeah. It's quite a lot to learn though, eh? Oh, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> once again, I'm just thinking of a tyre, you don't understand, there's, there's so much yeah. to it, right? And there's so many brands these days yeah. of wheels, tyres, um, accessories, you know, it's you got to learn what's, what works for your business yeah. and, and what works for a majority of the people, and, um, and yeah. That's another interesting point though, like obviously you've built good relationships with suppliers. Yeah. How, how have you seen that grow over the years too? Because you know, you obviously have good relationships with, you know, on the cars and stuff, I can see you with Cooper tyres and all those. Yep. How have you built those relationships over the years? Um, I guess, um, yeah, we just, we, we stay loyal to our suppliers, yep. uh, like we do to our customers. Yep. And um, and how you get suppliers that, that aren't loyal, yep. um, and you get the ones that are. So we, we firmly believe um, just sticking with the guys who are loyal to us and look after us. Mm. And, uh, and we have probably a, a solid half a dozen guys that are, are very loyal and good to us, yep. and we support them. And then we have a whole lot of other people, suppliers that we deal with that um, hope we still do business with them. Yep. Um, and we, we do our best with them, but you know they, they sort of sell to every man their dog, really. Yeah, so yeah. Um, you know you just gotta you just gotta put your loyalties with the guys who yeah. are loyal to you yeah. and who look after you. And yeah. Yeah. And would most 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 customers, I guess, they they are looking well. They're coming to you as 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 the experts, right? So do they? I guess most people don't come in and go, oh, I need this type of tire. They just go with what you're what you're recommending. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, um, it's just a matter of giving people options and yeah. saying, "Hey, look, you know, here's a few options. You know, this is why I would go with this. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just giving them some options and then saying what you would sort of do. Yeah. Um, if you just don't give them options and you're just trying to sell them one tire all the time, yeah, yeah. or one brand, but it's, you know, they yeah. still they still don't leave a hundred percent happy. Yeah. It's, it's just good to give them options and yeah. say why you'd do that, why you wouldn't. Yeah, no. Nice. Uh, and let them sort of make the decision. Yeah. End, so they feel that that. that it's their decision. Their you know? decision, and they've been yeah. involved in it. Yeah. And look, at the end of the day, their car is a big part of their, you know, yeah. their life they're in yeah. it every day, and you know, yeah. their family's in it, and safety's a big part of it. Or, you know, so so yeah, it's an important yeah, decision. Yeah, people love their cars. Though. Yeah. Like, even if they even if they're not into doing the wheels, they you know they like yeah. driving their cars. Yeah. They like having good tyres. Yeah. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Hey, so hey, what do you love about this? Because I know you're passionate about cars, and, and, and what do you love about business? What's your what gets you up in the morning? Um, I guess just just the whole car thing. I love yep. I love coming to work. I love helping people. Yep. Um, I love working with all our staff. Um, they're all good people. We have we have really good fun, uh, as well as um, as well as getting the job done during the day. Yeah. Um, and it's good to see people leave here happy. Yeah. Um, and we and at the same time we we get a bit of a thrill out of seeing their cool cars leave yeah. our shop. You know, and, and also um, driving around. You know, you you see our Megan Two stickers on the left rear of the windows. Yeah. Um, so you know, pretty much all the time you're seeing cars. In front of you, uh, the lights that you've that you've had here that you've done work on your cars. Yeah, that's know? cool, isn't it? So it's just good to see that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, how have you built culture with your team though? Like, what's what's been your secret sauce there? Like, because they are work hard kind of guys. You yeah. know, Like, there's some guys here. You know, they're in the workshop all the time. Yeah. You know, and and so how do you build a culture with? Because it's a different. You know, you've got different types of people in in this business, right? 
Like in my business, pretty much all creatives, you know, uh, and me, which is just the opposite, right? But 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 uh, uh, you kind of know how those kind of people play out, right? Where you've got salespeople, um, you've got admin people, and you've got people in the workshop that maybe their their way of thinking and doing things is maybe a wee bit different. How do you, so how do you foster that culture? Yeah, I guess it's just I guess it's just really um, getting to know you know every individual yep. and, and knowing what they're all about and what makes them tick. Yep. Um, you know, knowing what they're into after work yep. and, uh, and and what their home style is. You know, do they have kids? Do they have wives? Do they have girlfriends? Yep. Um, are they just are they just young guys that love just partying up? You know, yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just knowing what every person's into. Yeah. Um, and. And really, just you know, we have a beer on a Friday night. Like yeah. every every Friday night, we have a beer after work. Yeah. Generally, only one. Yeah. Um, you know, might have a couple, but it's always just one. Yeah. And it's just a quick, you know, six o'clock, lock up, shut the doors. Yeah. We all just stand out in the week. So we have a beer and just have a quick yarn about the week or a quick cool. yarn about what's happening in the weekends. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then we have a midwinter do for them. Yeah. Uh, and then one at Christmas. Yeah. And yeah, it's just just really that really. Um, yeah. And, and just looking after them when they need something for their own cars yep. um, or their family, you know, just yeah. just helping them out where you can. It's a nice environment to work though as well, isn't it? You go yeah. into that workshop, it's pretty clean, it's pretty, you know, it's... A, it's yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to keep on top of it, you yeah. know, every week, but um, but hey, if we get any downtime at all, it's that's the first thing that gets dealt with, yeah. you know, the floors get um, swept up and cleaned and, yeah. um, and stuff away and, yeah, so yeah, we try and keep it as clean as we can. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. I think. I think you're doing a good job because I can see Thank the performance yeah. in the team and, and yeah. like meeting quite a few of them. You know, over, over the years, it's you can see that the, you know, they're happy people, which I think is a, a you know, kudos to the to the to the people running the business because not everyone's happy coming to work. That's yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, I'd love to talk a wee bit more about marketing. I know we touched on it with, with radio and stuff, and obviously we've been lucky enough to to run um, the digital side of your business for a few years now. Um, I, I love talking to you early in the early days, coming to meetings, and I think you slowly started to get educated about what we were doing in, in the dark art of digital marketing. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about digital and, and, and how it's had a, an effect on your business? Um, I just think, yeah, I, I personally don't get involved in it too much myself, mm. but um, as you know, Kevin, who works for us, he, mm. he gets involved with that with you guys. Yeah. Um, and I think in this day and age, you have to be doing that. It's yeah. just, it's a it's almost right up there with radio, if not, yeah. you know, some people are going to say it's not quite as important, some mm. people are going to say it is more important. Yeah. Um, I, I 100% believe that we need to be doing it, yeah. um, and it's just it's the way things are going, and yeah. um, we need to be doing it, it's mm. as simple as that, it's just something we need to be doing. Yeah, it's that whole top of mind, you know, like making sure, you know, radio is a great example of that, and the digital space is the same, consistency of message, frequency of reach creates relevancy, you know, not everyone is thinking I need a new tie today. But if I have a consistent message out there in the marketplace and I'm frequent with the people that can and want to buy my product, when the time is right, they'll think of getting yeah. a turbo. And that's, yeah, right. yeah. that's the game, right? And, and you've got yeah. to make sure that you're touching all those points yeah. uh, online. And, and phones are a big part of people's lives these days. Yeah. Like, um, and that's, that's where they, you see them all the time just scrolling on their phones. Yeah. And so that's just, they're doing it, you see it every day. Yeah. So. yeah. And, if they're, um, and if they're searching, you've got to make sure we show up there. If they're scrolling, they've got to make sure that they, you know, yeah, they're seeing yep. the brand, and then also hearing the brand, you know, with, with, with radio. Yeah, right. Why is it though that you guys don't stop advertising? Because because I want I want to discuss this a little bit more because I think a lot of businesses miss the point of marketing advertising. They don't have the frequency of reach. It's because they give things a go. What, what, what's been your philosophy on why you just keep going? Um, I think it's probably like what we just sort of said a minute ago, really. Um, it's, just, it's just keeping in people's heads all the time. Yep. They, they, 
like if you if you're not out there, yeah. people forget you. Yeah. You know, no matter who you are, what you are, they yeah. just they just forget you. Forget you. And um, and if other people are doing it, well, yeah. you're gonna you're just gonna get pushed to the side. Yeah. So for us, um, I suppose it's more so a little bit scared of um, of, of losing business because yeah. we're not doing it. Yeah. So you, you just keep doing it. Yeah. It's like radio. Like I, I couldn't think of stopping radio. It yeah. just wouldn't. Uh, we, we did it years ago. We, we pulled it back. Yeah. And we noticed that just a big drop in business. Yeah. And this was before digital and yeah. uh, all this latest modern cons come on the yeah, yeah. come on the come on the way. But um, yeah, I just um, hey, unless things got really tight in business, yeah. you, you might pull back on your spends, but. Yeah. Um, I think you just got to be out there in people's faces, um, yeah. in their cars, in their trucks, in their vans, yeah. on 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 air, um, pushing your brand, pushing the deals you've got going on, yeah. and uh, and what you do, yeah, and how you help people, yeah, and staying that top of mind. It's good advice because you know, see a lot of businesses, you know, they they, well, this the, all the successful ones we deal with keep advertising and marketing, yeah, the ones that that fall off, you know, you know that they're going to lose market share. Yep. And someone else is going to take that market share because they're going to be the ones that are top of mind and people are going to go do business with them. Yeah, and I think with our brand too, like we've been around for 25 years yeah. um, as, as a Christchurch store, yeah. um, but probably the longest, almost the longest store out of all our 20 shops that we have. Um, and people know, there's, there's not many people out there that wouldn't know our brand. No. Like it's, um, if you randomly just went through a mall and, and said to somebody, have you heard of me too? I, I would, I'd be pretty surprised if they said yeah. no. You yeah, know, uh, and that again comes down because we've done that radio for so long, yep. and um, and all that media and online yeah. stuff we do with you guys. Yeah, and your cars are everywhere. I was, I was funny. I, was, I think I sent you a photo. I was at the uh, remote control car racing That's with right. my yeah. son. Yeah, and I saw this little car whip past. I was like, "Hey, there's Megan Turbo." Yeah, and it was funny because like the weekend before, we've been at the big racing with the big cars. Yeah, and then uh, we were yeah. So even a little uh, remote control car had Megan Turbo on it, which I thought was quite a cool ride. Yeah, again, that's just a customer of ours who we've dealt with for many years. Um, and hey, that's what he's into. He's into um, racing those radio control cars. Yeah, and um, he'd seen my old one of my old race cars, my Porsches, yeah. and. Um, he just asked if we would have some graphics or some stickers that we could yeah, give him. Okay. And um, I said, hey, look, why don't you just go around to our signwriter and um, just get him to wrap it. He'll, he'll have it all on, on his computer. Yeah, good. Um, just get it wrapped and, yeah. um, and we'll, uh, we'll help you out with something towards it, you know? That's awesome. And so, yeah, they did a great job. Yeah, yeah, that was very cool. So how, when you look at, say, sponsorships, is that a big part of your business and business thinking when it comes to, you know, because you do see the magnitude of your brand. Maybe it's you and Kane out there on the on the racetrack, but you do see it a lot, right? Yeah, um, it's it's a real tough one. Um, we get asked by people every every week yeah. um, for money and yeah. um, and for sponsorship, um, and we just sort of these days we just stick to the same sort of thing as what we've done for yeah. for many years now, um, and it's mainly um, you know we get, we do a bit of Woodford Glen Speedway, yeah. uh, Royal Pernas Speedway. Uh, obviously, a couple of good good cars, yeah. Um, and, and other guys that just need a helping hand with small things. They just might need tyres fitted or balanced things like that. Yeah. Um, so sometimes it's the small things that help people, you know, get get out to the track. Yeah. Uh, but then also we do car shows, um, Twin Rivers. We we've done that for many years. Yeah. Um, Motor Fest. Uh, we did that last weekend yeah, yeah. actually. Um, Hamden Car Show, Kaikoura Car Show. Um, always been involved in a bit of that. Um, you know, uh, there's other little things we do as well for, for young kids with go-karting. Yep. Um, horses, we've been doing a little bit of horse sponsorship um, yep. with the equestrian. Um, and yeah, just it's just, you know, you just gotta sort of uh, work out what you can afford to spend. Yeah. Don't go overboard, yeah. know when to say no, yeah. um, and and just support people where you can. What I like about heroin, what you were talking about there though, is is um, you're spending money with your target market. 
you know, people who can or could buy your product at the end of the day, right? So yep. it makes sense, right? You see a lot of sponsorships and people are advertising or giving money to, to and people are never gonna, you're never gonna, it's never gonna be a mutual benefit, right? Yep. Where that there is a, you know, definitely a mutual, mutual benefit. Yeah, and just looking a bit more outside the circle and, and not just um, doing it in the car industry. Yeah. yeah. Like um, we do some rugby teams yeah. and cricket teams yeah. and just a little bit of that sort of stuff as well because hey, let's face it, everybody's got cars. Everybody's got cars. And everybody's got family yeah. and um, and they have cars. So it's just, yeah, it's just it's just helping people out where you can with, and knowing when to when to sort of say no. And yeah. It's hard to say no. It's, I'm, I'm the worst one to say no. <laughs> I always try and help people out one way or another. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when the money dries up, we, we use um, products from our suppliers yeah. and um, we align with vouchers, service vouchers and yeah. things like that. Just It's only small things, but uh, it does help clubs out. Yeah. Golf clubs, we do the odd golf club promotion, uh, you know, like yeah. auctions and things like yeah. that. Um, yeah, it's just helping people out where yeah. you can. Nice. That's what I enjoy. That's very cool because, you know, like obviously, once again, it's a bit of an abundant mindset, right? And I think that's really key in business. You have to have an abundant, forward-thinking mindset. Yeah. Is that something that you, you learnt over time by being surrounded by, you know, successful people or people that are forward-thinking? Where did you get your kind of? Because you're a very positive, driven, uh, focused person. So, how did you, that just happen? Yeah, by accident it, was, or? it was really just probably um, again just years ago when Kane and myself just were, were running the business together. Um, we just learnt ourselves, I guess, and watched watched other people yeah. uh, in different industries, and yeah. and just got little ideas from different people. Yeah. Um, and, and again, Kane's um, very good with coming up with the ideas too. Yeah. And um, and we just always sat down and talked about it. Hey, what what do we think about doing this? Should we do this? You know, and just giving things a go. Yeah. Um, and they may work, they may not. Yeah. Um, but we always get excellent feedback from people. Yeah. Oh, we've seen you here, we've seen you yeah. there. Was that when you're thinking about that, are you thinking about some of the campaigns that you've had a crack at? Yeah, just different things like just car shows and um, and sponsorships and yeah. just what you get out of them. You've, yeah. you've, you've always got to try and get something out of them. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just supporting as many people as we can yeah. and getting our name out to, to the massive yeah. reach we can, really. Yeah. So the willingness to try things, obviously that's a mindset and, and being prepared to test and measure and, and have a go. Um, what else What else have you kind of figured out over the years that that's makes that makes you tick? Obviously you've got a passion for cars yep. and you know, they're not cheap, right? No, no so, exactly. So you, you know, you've got to drive the business because you've got a, you know, you've got a passion there that's not yep. a, you know. Yeah, well you've got to, hey, you've got to live and you have a lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and everybody, you know, you, you always, you, you know, you want to own a house um, and things like that. So to, to do those things, have mm. nice cars, you know, have a nice house, um, you know, have families and do all that sort of stuff, you, you need to have money. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I guess that's a big drive as well. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a nice, it's a good, healthy business. Yeah. And um, and it's given me a good lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's got me a few cars and, um, yeah, it's just, it's just a, it's a cool, fun brand. Yeah. Um, that gives me a good lifestyle as well. If you weren't running a business, what would you be doing? Uh, I don't obviously know, mate. I, <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. Um, hey, it's... Yeah, I guess I need to have a good think about the, the you know the next ten years and, and what I want to do. You know, I've got shareholders in Magentoy now who yep. are coming through, yep. um, and they're going to want to take over and eventually, yeah. and uh, they won't probably won't want me here. So <laughs> um, I just really need to think about what I want to do going forward later. But yeah. at the moment, I'm still happy here, yeah. and I, I, the guys are still happy with me being here. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I guess just we'll start thinking about that in another ten years or so. Yeah. Plenty and, of time. And work out what, what's going to happen, yeah. Man, I think you should be proud of what you've created. Like, uh, I think, you know, it's a, as you said, there wouldn't be many people that don't know 
about Maggie Turbo yeah. uh, and your commitment to, to, to the business uh, and your commitment to keeping making sure that you are you know the top yeah. of mind with a lot of people because you know, Christchurch is a super competitive market you know yeah. how many fire shops are around here yeah, well, there's probably um, you know I don't know exactly the number on the shops, but um, you, you know you can you can walk to probably half a dozen of them from yeah. here. You know? Yeah. Um, there's one over Morstone, there's one in Wasave, and there's yeah. a couple down here at the end of Fitzroy there. So you know there's you've got to be competitive, you've got to be sharp, you've got to be on your game with it. And I think the biggest thing for me as well is um, being down there in the showroom with the guys, yep. uh, doing doing the same job as what they're doing. Um, admittedly, I sit at the back of the showroom, yep. um, but I'm always there. I'm always watching what's going on, yeah. um, and and I'm just one of them, you know. Yeah. And that's what it's about, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all very well having an office somewhere out of the mm. way, but um, you're not seeing what's going on in your yep. business. You're not seeing uh, any gripes. Yeah, um, you know, you need to make sure that if you do get any gripes, they're dealt with properly there and yeah. then, so that the person who has got the gripe leaves happy and, and comes back yeah. or wants to come back. Yeah. You're on the showroom floor, which I, you know, uh, can see that now. Because I always yeah. wonder why you sit there, like, yeah. yeah. But you're actually, and I have lots of people, um, you know, they they come in and say they want to sit down. Where's your office? We'll go and have a wee chat. And yeah, yeah. Like, so you're, you're here. You're here. That's, that's, what I'm <laughs> that's where I sit. <laughs> it's very good though. Yeah. And I, and I guess you know the team see that they respect that they see the person is you know the owners on the floor doing the deals doing the business. Yeah. Um, tell me about the. Uh, is there any competitiveness on the sales floor there? There must be, like, and, and I know you sell pretty well, so. Yeah, no, you know. definitely there is. Um, yeah, there's a lot of banter between us, um, right from myself, uh, right to the to the guy who uh, who does the the, the most least amount of sales. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's good. I think you need that. You yeah. need that in the business. You need competition. Um, and I'm competitive. I love I love winning. Yeah. And um, and the boys down there, down below us, they, they love winning too. Yeah, yeah. And um, so there is a bit of banter. And yeah, hey, at the end of the day, it's a team effort as well. So um, as, as much as we had a lot of banter, it's at the end, at the end results is, is what counts. Yeah. And how we get there, um, you know, as long as we're all putting a good effort in, how yeah. we get there is what matters. You know? Yeah. And you are you focused on targets? Like have you got yourself guys focused on targets? Obviously, that, yeah. that's a big big driver, because I know from Google Ads, there's about 15 uh, tyre shops in, in this vicinity, right? Yeah. So I would imagine uh, people phoning up for tyres or coming in, they're probably going to shop around, yep. you know? You obviously you've got your people that are always going to come to you guys, but it's pretty competitive. So you have got targets, focus on targets and that sort of stuff, you um, meetings on that, that yeah, sort of stuff? Yeah, it's, it's probably just uh, mannerism really, um, and how you speak to people on the phone, yep. you know, don't be pushy. And, and try and ask them those key questions on the phone without yep. without boring them. Yeah. Um, and, and just letting them know that there is a few options with with tyres for what they you know what they need. Yeah. Um, and that they, if they can, just to pop into the store and we can talk yep. about it further and, and show them the product. Yeah. Um, but generally, people, uh, as long as you're talking to them right on the phone and you're just being yourself and being nice, yeah. which is what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Um, you'll get the people into the shop anyway. Yeah. Uh, and, and pretty much have them sold when they come in. Yeah. On, on a certain product. Yeah. Um, but if hey, they're a bit funny and a bit cagey. Um, hey, get them to the shop and then yeah. show them the product. And once you've done that and you've done it properly, yeah. they'll go nowhere else. Yeah. And that's what I say to these guys: make sure they get they get a good experience. Um, you know, and that's what that's what counts. Yeah. And it comes across when you come, when you get them in here, people feel relaxed. Yeah, we've got a nice customer lounge down there yeah. too with a coffee machine and water yeah. and nice couches and papers and books. Yeah, and, yeah. And um, and that's nice too. Um, they can you know on a cold day they can sit there on a hot day they can sit in the air conditioning. Um, and loan cars, we have a big range of loan cars too, so okay. they can come in, leave their car here, go away. Is that important to people? Like that? 
Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big thing for us. It, it's a it's quite a big cost of the company with yep. um, having the cars and the outlay of insurances and yeah, fuel yeah. and regos and warrants. But um, it takes pressure off us too. Being being that we're so busy, yeah. um, people think that they can just come in and get a punch done in ten minutes. Yeah. Whereas it, it doesn't take ten minutes. It takes half an hour, forty five. Yeah. And some days if we're flat out, it can be a two hour turnaround. So to be able to say, hey, look, here's a car. Just pop away for two hours um, and, and then pop back and we'll have it done for you. Nice. Um, that's that's always a big thing. Yeah. And have you always had those, or has that been a business yeah, decision? Yeah, no, we, we've always had those. Yep, yep. Um, they probably we've got about eleven at the moment. Wow. So um, back in the day, um, when we were a bit smaller, we probably had three or four. Yeah. And we just gradually, just as we got busier, we just keep keeping yep. them on board. Yeah. And are they? You don't put any sign writing on them? They're just normal cars. Nah, they're just they're just everyday little cars. Yeah, yeah. Three or four grand cars. Yeah. Um, we've got some automatics, manuals, diesels, yeah, petrols, yeah. you name it. We've got yeah. it. Um, yeah. I can imagine not many tire tire places would have that though, right? That's probably something a little bit different. Yeah, not yeah. No one really would in that industry would have loan cars. Yeah. Um, and garages and stuff. Yeah, yeah they might have a they might have a, a car that they use for their staff, mm. and um, and they if, if they get a bit desperate and they need to give it to a customer, they can. Yeah. Um, the odd shop might have a couple, but yeah, definitely no one would have eleven yeah. loan cars. I guarantee that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Hey, let's switch gears because this has been a great chat. But I want to talk about your car racing. Firstly, though, I can see about five BMXs in here. What, what's the story of BMXs? Oh, yeah, they were just a wee thing that I um, started doing probably about five or six years ago. Yeah. Um, a, a, a good customer of mine, um, Murray from Fleet Partners, yep. he was right into them and he got me sort of started on yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, so we just started restoring a few of them. And, and I had one of them back in the day when I was about seven years old. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was a really nice BMX. That, yeah, that was sort of the, the yellow one there was the first one that I, um, that I did. Cool. And then we ended up just doing probably another five or six of them over the over a few years. <laughs> Good. So yeah, never never ridden them. Um, no? They just sit there on display. But yeah, it's quite interesting how um, how people like them. You know, they're, think, they're a big thing. No, I used to have a white one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And mine used to race them. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it was a big, it's a big thing, eh? Hey? Yeah. Um, and they're, you know, they're, they're from the sort of late seventies, early eighties, mm. um, and they've sort of they're worth quite a lot of money, really. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. And we'll keep being worth money. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, so let's talk about car racing. Uh, let's talk about what car racing has taught you. Um, I've got a couple of ideas, um, obviously seeing you and being around you uh, that I want to talk about. But what, you know, what do you think have you learned from car racing that's obviously helped your business, but also helped you, um, you know, with, with the things that you're doing around your car racing? Um, I guess just, um, yeah, well, I've been doing car racing for probably since my early, early 20s, maybe late, yep. late teens. Um, started off in a uh, pre-65 Anglia, uh, did that for about five years. Um, then went to RX7s, uh, did that for about five years, and then um, then started doing the endurance racing with a good mate of mine, Gary Cliff. Um, so, and I guess when we got into endurance racing, you know, we um, we started having like uh, teams of guys. Yep. So it's, it's learning to work with the team. Yep. Um, and just getting on with getting on with everybody. Yeah. Um, and yeah, good for the business too. Um, obviously, having them branded up like this is, yep. is really good. Um, and, and people want to come talk to you about the cars, you yeah. know, who are who are interested in them. Yeah. And um, yeah, and then they, they just want to they just want to know about them they, and to show them as it's an easy thing. Yeah. You know, open the doors up, let them have a look in there, yeah, let yeah. them have a sit in there, let them be part of it. Yep. And, um, and it's just an easy thing, and and they just they want to see them, and then they and then they come and see you and do business. Yeah. Because you know, they want to they want to see you. They, they want to become part of it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Good. Um, and so when we're at the racetrack, you know, we have a lot of people come up to us and talk to us, and their customers and friends and yeah. just people we deal with. That's awesome. Uh, and they just love being involved in it too. Yeah. You know, they may not be in a position to be able to buy a good car or a race car. Yeah. 
and do that sort of thing, but to come out and watch it yeah. and be part of it and yeah, yeah. Feel, feel good about it, yeah. they love it. That's know? awesome. And, and you, have you found that you've met a certain type of business owners too? You're mixing with other business owners in your yeah, car racing? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, a lot of the um, a lot of the local guys here, um, you know, race race these cars. Um, example, like Paul Kelly, you know, he's yeah. he's always been a Porsche racer. Yeah. And um, so you know, we do a lot of business for those guys. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, we've done some racing on the track together as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, we just have fun. Like, yeah. It's, it's good good banter. Yeah. And um, and hey, that's just that's just one of the guys. There's yeah. many of them out there yeah, yeah. Um, to list that um, that we race with and, and do business with. Yeah. What's your favourite part about race day? Uh, um, probably just um, yeah, just just it's just the excitement of going out there and, mm. and you know you, you've got three hours to drive this car around yeah. uh, and you're doing it with your mate, yeah. uh, Kane, and um, you know it's just it's about getting that car from the start to the finish yeah. as far up the field as we can, yeah, yeah. And, and having least mistakes as possible, yeah, and um, and how we love getting trophies, yeah, um, and again just get the brand out there. It's quite fun. intense, like. Time though, like I've been around racing in the pits and all that. It's quite tense, right? Yeah, no, it's a wee bit stressful. Yeah. Um, but you just gotta, you just gotta, um, I guess just, just relax. And yeah. How do you cope with that pressure? We're pretty lucky. We ha we have a team of guys, um, James Marshall Motorsport. They yeah. they look after the cars for yeah. us. So they they do everything. Yep. Um, on the day for racing, yep. all, all we do is drive the cars. Okay. Um, so we just need to make sure that we drink plenty of water and uh, we keep ourselves hydrated. Yep. And get some good food into us. Yeah. Um, because you do get very hot in those cars, and you, you know you can get headaches really easily, yeah, really yeah. quickly. So it's just keeping hydrated and just keeping a clear head. Yeah. And um, and as long as those guys do their job right, um, keep the wheel nuts on it and keep the fuel on it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty it's pretty good. So you said before you go about two seventy. Yeah, some tracks you you like in the cargo. I think we get close to two seventy k. Um, generally, we'll be doing about two forty at, yeah. at the other tracks. Wow. Um, we go to Highlands, Timaru, yeah. Ruapona, and the cargo. Um, yeah, so yeah, we do some pretty big speeds in them yeah, yeah. and uh, good corn speeds, um, especially with a car like this. It's got good aero. Yeah. Um, and sometimes the harder and the faster you drive it, the better it handles. Yeah. Um, so you just got to learn all those wee things, and this has been a, a big learning curve for sure yeah. with this car. Yeah. Because like it, I, I remember being in one of the supercars with. Uh, the Carter boys, yeah, and I had my eyes closed for the first part of the strain, yeah. <laughs> so I didn't think he was gonna stop, yeah. Uh, but but it went around the corner, um, and I was just like well, far out. But I thought I was gonna get to drive that day, I was a bit disappointed, yeah. Um, and I didn't get to drive, but I could see why after yeah. about a lap, uh, yeah, you gotta know what you're doing, you know it, you're doing. It, can, it can end in tears real quick, yeah. Um, and you know, this race season we've just been involved in, um. Unfortunately, yeah, there's probably six or seven guys that, that really smashed their cars up yeah. quite bad. Yeah. Um, and it can be done very easy and very quickly. Yeah. And um, you've just got to be on your game. And yeah. when you're out there driving that thing, that's all that matters. Yeah. Uh, you can't be thinking about work. You can't be no. thinking about nothing. It's, yeah, it's so a, that's probably a good thing to switch off, right? Like, yeah. and, and, and just be focused on, singular focus on what you've got to do. Yeah, I think if you can't do that, you shouldn't be doing the car racing because yeah. you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. Um, so you, you just got to go out there. You're racing, and that's what you're doing. Yeah. Um, and if you've got other issues or problems going on, you deal with them at the end of the weekend. End of the weekend. You need a race, and, yeah. you, and you race, and that's what you do. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and obviously, Kane, who's the better driver? You're. Oh, he, he Kano. won't listen to this, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Kano's he's a bloody good driver. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're both we're both within half a second of each other. Yeah. Yeah. Generally. I I was out there, and I was timing you boys. You pretty <laughs> yeah. much with it too. Yeah. That's kind of um, Yeah. No. Hey, he he's real good, and um, it, it just depends on the day, like. Um, 
he'll turn up there and he'll blow me away by a second yeah. and I'll be chasing him going, why am I not going to play? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then we go to other meetings and he'll be doing the same with me, you know? Yeah. Um, but generally when we're racing, we're within half a second to a second of each other um, and that's what makes us a good partnership with this car because uh, a lot of the other guys we're racing against um, are pros and AMs. Yep. So you've got a pro driver who's super quick and then yeah. you've got an AM who's yep. um, just, just nowhere near as quick. Yeah, yeah. And we're generally as quick as that am, yeah. um, and then we're not far off the pro. Right. So to have two fast ams yeah, yeah. Uh, is, a, is a good combination. That's awesome. And um, that's probably what got us right up that, right up that thick end this year. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, we're, we're pretty pumped and excited to put it away now for six yeah. months and then have another wee crack next year. Yeah, that's exciting. And you're going to buy a speedway car? Uh, no, not really. No, 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 no. I'll leave that to Kano. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you never know. That we, I might have a wee drive or something at some stage, but um, yeah, we'll just see what happens. But I enjoy going out there. Uh, watching him race. Yeah. Um, generally, I'll go and stand in the pits with him. You know, hang out there for the night mm. and uh, eat hot dogs and yeah. and watch what he's up to. Um, and he's always serious and focused as he, as he always is. Yeah, yeah. And um, very focused. It's, it's good to watch. <laughs> yeah, it's good to watch. And um, and there's no pressure on me. I can just yeah. cruise for the night and yeah. just and just watch him. Yeah. You know, and, and he's a good racer. Hey, and this has been a great chat. I just wanted I wanted to finish though with. And I'll put you on the spot here. Um, if you had to give three bits of advice to someone starting a business, uh, any business, what, what would those three bits of advice be? Um, I think just you know be honest. Just yep. just be honest. Um, don't rip, don't rip people off. Yep. Um, you know you, you've got to make a margin because you've, yep. you've got to you've got to pay for your power and your shop and all yep. your staff and everything. But just just be loyal um, to people and be honest um, and and be in your business like. You know, there's always people that say you need to work work on your business, not in your business. But I think uh, just being in the business, you, you're seeing everything that's going on, yeah. And um, and you're the one that's got the control. Yeah. So just um, just yeah, be in your business. Yeah. And keep an eye on what's going on. Be be loyal to people, honest. That's and, awesome. And just genuine, just just be a good genuine person. Yeah. You go good. Yeah. Treat people how you'd want to be treated. Hundred percent. Yep, well, it's right. Sydney, well. So, hey, yep. man, appreciate this. Hey, if people want to get a hold of you, which is the best way? Like, um, um, just give us a call at the shop three yep. six five six six one three, or just Google us. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and you'll find us. Turn up. So, if you if need, you're doing your job right. Yeah, you're, you're number one. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a new set of tires, come down and talk to the boys here at Mag Turbo. Um, they'll set you right. So, yep. appreciate your time. It's been a great chat, and um, no doubt we're going to go for a ride in this car now. And I'll hone off down Ferry Road. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. All right. <laughs> Good Cheers, mate. Thanks. thanks. Cheers. Thank you. Hi, Scholes, and here again. Hey, thanks for listening to the Marketing for Business podcast. Uh, we really appreciate you taking the time to listen, and we hope that you learned a lot from today's episode. Uh, if you could be so kind as to rate and share the podcast with your other business friends and colleagues, that'd be awesome. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, why don't you head over to our website, www.getdigitalinfluence.com. Uh, We've got a whole bunch of other amazing interviews with business owners. Thanks for your time and have a great day.